As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, the show where we take a look at weird and nearly forgotten pieces of media, and then we decide if it should be remembered for all of human history or tossed into the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again. I am one of the hosts, Steve, and with me is the only man who successfully surfed all the way from Puerto Rico to Tampa. It's... Mm. It's your hell. That's that's what I'm known for, Steve, as the great Puerto Rican <laughs> surfer. Uh, it, it, it's a, it was they're gonna do like a, a comic book that ties in with Silver Surfer. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be ooh a crossover. It's gonna, yeah, it's man, gonna I would wet. I would be so jealous if uh, you got to crossover with the Silver Surfer before I did because um, he's like one of my favorite uh, characters. But yeah. uh, I, I like how how you. It's an inevitability in your mind that you're gonna cross over with him. It was because it, you're like before I get to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You wait. All right. All right. Uh, so uh, you know, before we get started, um, well, first off, this is like I don't know, part three or four in uh, beach or ocean related uh, episodes. Um, check out our previous episode, which was about the uh, Thunder in Paradise interactive CD-ROM. And uh, before that, we had the Baywatch parody, Son of the Beach. And before that, we had the Baywatch spinoff, uh, Baywatch Nights, which is quite... We had the, the other Baywatch parody, Baywatch Nights. Yeah, everything... Uh... <laughs> Wait, it's not a parody, man. It's just the greatest know, show ever made. I know, uh... it's not a parody. Oh, dude, I, like I told you, I've been watching Baywatch Nights. Heck yeah. Uh, I was thinking about... Uh, I've been thinking about it. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. Um, taking the theme and making it my ringtone. Like, how awesome would that be? Yeah. Well, you know, you just have to know that if you do start watching it, your nights will never... Ah, oh, well done. Well played. Uh, but uh, I never even bothered to ask you on those previous episodes. Are you a beach guy? What do you think about the beach? I'm, uh, I'm not a fan of the I, beach. I think personally. I remember you not being a fan. Yeah, sand everywhere. <laughs> I, I don't like sweating. Uh, yeah. I, nothing to do. Right, yeah. I'm kind of with you on that. Like, if I would really have to be in the right mindset, like maybe get a audio book or uh or an awesome podcast like obscurity now just yeah. lay, lay down and just binge it for a couple of hours until all the episodes are done um but uh <laughs> but yeah it's a lot more fun to talk about the beast and actually go although i do actually enjoy body surfing which isn't nearly as cool as regular surfing but uh if there's waves around i'll get down i'll get down and hopefully wow. There... Oh, you're a real California man. <laughs> this was before California. Um, no, but in your heart, Steve. Ooh, got... ooh, don't say that. Uh, I'm a, for better or worse, I'm a southerner. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, what's in your heart, you hell? Besides blackness, just just the waves. That's my home. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nicely said. Uh, so yes, in continuation with our um, nautical or ocean or beach theme, today we are talking about the uh, cult 
film from Troma known as uh, Surf Nazis Must Die. Uh, before we talk about the film, what is your experience with the uh, movie studio? And I use the term I knew you were gonna lightly. Ask. <laughs> uh, Troma. I mean, I've seen like a couple things mm -hmm. from Troma. I'm not like the biggest. Uh, like I, I, I appreciate what they've done. Um, like I, I think everyone's seen the Toxic Avenger. Sure, it's like great the, movie, the most common one. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, well, before today, my opinion of Troma may have changed after today. <laughs> to <watch this> movie. <laughs> uh oh, that's yeah, they're, they're, I've, seen, I've seen some. Uh, I've seen some uh, some of their films. I, I believe, though, however, you have a deeper, more. Uh, <laughs> intimate <laughs> sensual relationship yes i would describe trauma. it as deep and sensual uh i would say it's probably not as deep as it used to be but definitely in the 90s i was all in on trauma because uh i don't know that was like that's like a lot of people's entry level into the into the business and indie film because they'll take anyone you just like show up on their doorstep and you're like hey i'll i'll work for free and I always had this, I don't know, sort of like fantasy or pipe dream, whatever you want to call it, of either, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, because they used to have studios in both LA and New York. Now they only have the New York one, but it's like, I just thought I would, one day I would drive up and I'd say, Lloyd Kaufman, uh, who was the uh, head of Troma Studios, who I've right. met several times, I'm like, put me to work. I'll do whatever you say. Um, um I do want to say we do have Stika. I'm uh, not Stika. I'm sorry. Uh, Stadium, Stadium Arts, Arts, aka Stry, in the the chat again. Thanks for uh, joining. Welcome, Stry, wearing his shoulder pads. I bet. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah. So uh, so yeah, I really got into the movies when I was younger. Uh, when I go back and watch some of them now, they don't really hold up. Um, but I think. Did you know that, you know, everyone's favorite superhero director, James Gunn, uh, he got his start in the Troma world. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yep, Tromeo and Juliet, yeah. which is actually a pretty fun movie. Oh, I movie. think I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen I'd that. I'd say one. that's one of the better ones along with uh, along with Toxic Avenger. Um, and uh, Class of Newcomb High, you ever see that one? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway... Uh, let's talk about Surf Nazis Must Die. Have Up until the recording of this episode, had you ever seen it or heard of it before? I'd certainly heard of it. Uh, mm -hmm. I've never seen it. I knew it was like a cult film. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, did, I knew nothing about it. Uh, I, I never even heard anyone's opinion on it, actually, which was <laughs> cool. No, I, I, like, it was good because I didn't go in like with any preconceived notions but but i came out with with some notions i'm I sh a notion in the ocean i, I certainly I, I hope think, so i can't imagine someone watching this movie and not having a strong opinion one way or the other oh yeah absolutely all right well let's run the bumper and when we come back we will talk about surf nazis must die <laughs> All right, so Surf Nazis uh, Must Die was released June 3rd, 1987. <laughs> I certainly didn't watch it at the uh, age of six or five or whatever it was. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope not. <laughs> no, I was busy watching RoboCop and Total Recall. Um, and uh, yeah, so obviously you hadn't. So uh, right. we'll just dive on in the synopsis here. <clears throat> 
when the son of a gun-wielding woman is murdered by neo-Nazi surf punks in the post-apocalyptic future, his mama hunts them down for some bloodthirsty revenge. Um, eh, I'd say that's a pretty decent synopsis. Although it does sound like she was already a gun-wielding woman like prior to uh, you know her son's yeah, death. Yeah, she seemed she seemed to have some experience with with weapons. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so anyway. This, uh, this is going to be a pretty quick IMDb because a lot of these people never worked again. Um, yep. The director, uh, Peter George, he actually worked on a few episodes of Acapulco Heat, if anyone remembers that show. I remember that. Wow, maybe uh, we should cover that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, and then something else called Young Goodman Brown. And uh, then the writer, um, John Eyre, um, according to IMDb, this is his only credit ever. Uh, and of course, uh, this was also based on the story, uh, by the director, um, previously mentioned Peter George. And of yeah. course this was, uh, produced and released, uh, by Troma. So, uh, on with the cast then. So the cast also mostly worked never again or very little. Mm -hmm. Um, so the one uh, person who did get quite a bit of work is Gail Neely, who plays Mama Washington. Mm -hmm. um, she was in she, she kind of, you know, from looking at some of the roles that she played mm -hmm. and the, the way that they're described, it sounds like she kind of always plays like a sassy right. older lady. Right. Right. Uh, so it's kind of like what she was typecast at. But she was acting up until 1997. Uh, she was uh, in an episode of something called C. 16 FBI C-16 never mm. heard of it but she was in the Wayne Brothers Naked Gun two and a half um LA Law so she, she's got like 19 credits which is uh, far more than almost everybody else on here uh her son is played by Robert Harden Leroy he is the person that gets murdered um he had a it, it's weird because this guy like would not act he would act and then not act for like eight years <laughs> then not act, then act again like eight years later like basically he did a film in 1987, two two films, mm -hmm. including Surf Nazis Must Die, then 1989, 1990. Took an eight-year break. Wow. <laughs> and then he starred like in a movie in 98, uh, in 2013, and then 2019 he was in something. What? So, yeah. Yeah, all over the it's place. It's a tough very business. Strange. What can we say? Yeah. Anyways, uh, Barry Brenner plays Adolf. Yes, you read that right. There's a character called Adolf. Uh, it's not his character's real name it's what he has come to refer to himself as mm. because he is the fear of, of the, the beach, new beach. As he, yep. the new beach as he likes to say he was in four things and two of those movies are maniac cop and maniac cop 2 and i believe those are also trauma movies maybe uh i don't think so but they probably could be uh, I think Bruce okay. Campbell is in one of those. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Bruce Campbell is in one, so it can't. You're right. He's a maniac cop, so he can't be. It can't be a trauma movie because it can't afford him. <laughs> not even back then, um, baby. <laughs> Don Winsmith, Wild Smith, excuse me. She plays uh, Eve. She's kind of uh, Hitler's uh, Adolf's or Ava girlfriend, as in Ava Braun. <laughs> Ava, thank you. Yeah. And she's still uh, acting. She's got a movie coming out. Um, Called the third channel looks like it's just like a low budget. All her stuff is just like low budget. Yeah, she's stuff. a big time screen screen queen, more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And besides that, I mean, I almost don't even want to go over these guys. So we got Hook, who mm -hmm. has a hook for an arm. His name he is played by Joel Hiley. and dresses um, like uh, Alex from A Clockwork Orange for some reason. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. There's a character called Mengele. 
who so Ava, Adolf, and Mengele, I think those are all, I mean, Adolf, obviously, member of the Nazi party, a bit, bit of a prominent one, that Adolf mm. one. But uh, I believe Mengele is also, like, yep. um, a prominent member of the Nazi party. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's a guy that plays Smeg. Uh, that's played by Tom Shell. He's just one of the surf Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other person that I thought was kind of notable was um, Smeg's mother, Bobby right. Reese, because she's also kind of like a scream queen, or mm-hmm. was for a little bit. Right. Um, but you will recognize these people from nothing, unless you're a big fan <laughs> of Star Slammer. Uh, what was your favorite scene in Star Slammer? Ah, uh, the one where they uh, took the star Great. and Mine slammed too. it. <laughs> yep. Body yep. slammed it on the ground, bro. Yeah, a lot of her roles are described as like her characters will be described as sexy woman, right. blonde woman, right. tall buxom woman. Characters <laughs> that actually share her first name. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, just to give a little bit more uh, context, this came out, like you said, in 1987, June 3rd. Uh, the number one uh, film uh, that weekend, surprisingly, it was not Surf Nazis. <laughs> Uh, must die. I know that's a shocker. Maybe it was number two. I didn't look at the numbers. Don't think I need to. It was uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2 was a top film. Nice. Who, uh, and Beverly Hills Cops 2 uh, ended up being the top grossing film of all of 1987. Wow. Um, the number one song was a U2 song. Uh, you care, care to take a guess? Um, in the Name of Love? Not a bad guess, but With or Without You. Oh, man. That's okay. Sure. That's a song. <laughs> So, yeah, should we uh, get into this? Yes, absolutely. Um, so, the movie begins, and we start out with, I mean, they're basically revealed to be the uh, the Nazi youth. It's a bunch of surfer yes. kids sitting around with swastikas painted on their uh, cheeks like they just got back from, like, a uh, birthday party and asked for something right, really but... offensive. Uh, <laughs> and that's the thing with this movie. Uh, if you're easily offended... You might be. I mean, it's a pretty dumb movie. I mean, it's just a it's just a dumb B movie. So there's really nothing to be offended about, but whatever. Just a word I, I, of warning. I don't, I don't think the movie is like offensive. Right, uh, right. Per se. Right. There's just a few um, offensive words that are uttered here and yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the bad guys get their comeuppance. Sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So it's not like offensive necessarily just it, it, it doesn't come off like oh um we're a bunch of racists making this movie. right right um, well definitely not um so um sorry go ahead continue uh yeah so basically we hear the voice of who's later revealed to be uh, adolf and he's like um kind of giving them tips on and asking them questions on like surfing uh, he asks, who rules the beaches? And the kids all yell, surfers! And they go, who rules the surfers? Surf Nazis! And then we get the logo, which I think is a pretty badass, like, 80s-style logo, if you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also, um, one of the things that always attracted to me about uh, this movie is the soundtrack, which is just really awesome electronic uh, synthesizer um, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it's, it's funny that the, the soundtrack, I think people would find it like almost modern because it's very synth wavy yeah. at times. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And it fits really nicely with um, s- a lot of the surf footage that we're going to see, which it's clear that's where they like sunk their money into the surf footage. But anyway, we'll get to that coming up soon. Uh, then we get some <laughs> a stock footage of a fire and there's a newscast that says there was this massive earthquake that uh, that hit L.A. 
And uh, I mean, basically, they just have to say that for some reason, because when you see L.A., it just looks like regular old L.A. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, uh, what, what, what was the point of the earth? Like, I, I, I've got some issues with this. The film, only but, time uh, it's like brought into the plot is when uh, the guy from the pipeliners is uh, mm-hmm. he's like the quake, the quake changed all that, like that the earthquake somehow changed all the areas where people are allowed to surf and so now the surf nazis feel like that's the time to take over or something but yeah because yeah right because because there's like different gangs Mm -hmm. um and they have this film yeah we'll get to them soon Um, (laughs) they're all very like horrible stereotypes oh they're so Uh, good though so good bad um um but uh yeah but even yeah i i guess like but, but it was so unnecessary because so this movie appears to kind of like make it seem at times like oh la uh this is some kind of post-apocalyptic right future right in fact in. i think it comes up on the screen after the surf nazis logo it says sometime in the near future right like i i feel like maybe they felt a need to add that stuff just so you know nobody was nobody took the film seriously or something i don't know yeah I don't get it because, like, okay, it wasn't like that post-apocalyptic. Like when we have the scene at Meg's, uh, Meg's house. Oh yeah, it's like, a regular house. It's, it's, it's just a very regular, um, you know, suburban house. Mm-hmm. It looks nice. Uh, the mom isn't like dressed like we're in some kind of post-apocalyptic future. She's dressed normally, <laughs> and he even says like to her, "Hey, can I have a few bucks?" So like, money's still a thing. So. Yeah, yeah. The I don't know really. It seems like something they added like after the fact or something. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and continue. I, sure. I don't mean to. I know there's a lot of plot to cover. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Smeg and uh, Ava speed through a tunnel on a motorcycle. Then they arrive at the surf Nazi lair, which they refer to as the uh, the the bunker. And it's basically a tunnel with a bunch of uh, graffiti on the walls, and as you might imagine, there's swastikas galore. Uh, and then. We are in, and there's a lot of scenes of just stuff happening with no dialogue. So all that stuff yeah. that we just talked about. I mean, aside from that news um, footage, there's like, uh, yeah, just, just stuff was just happening. They were just riding a bike. Did you, did you notice that the swastikas are very inconsistent in this movie? Like sometimes they're, they're facing the wrong way sometimes. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm sure like I know the director used his own van <laughs> For uh, for the van that they <laughs> swastikas on his own van, right, right. He said he's uh, he got pulled over, um, but uh, I imagine he was the art department and the director. So uh, yeah, there was probably a few inconsistencies right. here and there. It's not that hard, boys, to to, to find out <laughs> which way to make the swastika. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, like a swastika flipped the opposite way of the way the Nazis used it. Isn't that like a religious? Yeah, it means like, like good um, luck or something. Like peace or yeah, 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 yeah it's actually a positive thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. so anyway, we see um, who ends up being our main protagonist later, Eleanor, getting placed in a retirement home. Then we are back with the surf Nazis, uh, specifically Mangala. He is taking a blowtorch to a hook. Then he gives it to Hook, and um, he tries out his new hook. Then we are back with Eleanor. Um, she's uh, placing a Bible on her nightstand and putting up an American flag. Uh, she's moving into her new home in the retirement home. Oh, and then we get the sometime in the near future. Um, a car pulls up next to some, it's like an oil refinery. 
and Mr. Washington, who was Eleanor's son, exits, and he asks the guard what's going on with the trouble he's heard about going down uh, at the beach. And the guard says it's one of those gangs, probably the surf Nazis. Um, so, like, what do you, I think, at least as far as, like, an opening sequence, the editing is actually pretty strong. Uh, like, what do you think about all the stuff that's going on up until this point? Up until this point, uh, I was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I'm laughing because I think the editing in this movie is terrible. Well, it gets terrible. However, it gets terrible. However, it's not so bad in the beginning. Like, it, it wasn't distracting me or anything mm-hmm. in the beginning. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's competent for sure, like up to this point. Right. But we're only like seven minutes into it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, uh, an, a van pulls up uh, next to Adolf, who's just hanging out. Um, they open the van and bring out some surfboards. Mangala says they had a great haul. Adolf asks if they've got any money. Uh, Mangala says no, but they can, you know, sell it and get money later. This is basically start the start of a running theme with the surf Nazis. They are constantly arguing uh, with one another. Uh, one of the other surf Nazis, Brutus, tries out a harpoon gun. Uh, Adolf and the rest of the gang head to the beach. And then we get what I feel like is some pretty awesome surf footage for a movie that, <laughs> you know, probably was pretty low budget, I'd say. Um, mm-hmm. And so they're surfing and basically the rest of the gang uh, looks on. And then we see Eleanor's son, Mr. Washington, looking on um, from the oil refinery in the background as the surf Nazis uh, surf around. What did you think of the surf footage? Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty well shot. Uh, in fact, at first I thought it was like stock footage. Um, but then, you know, I saw like they had the knots, the swastikas like on the, um, the, uh, the, the wetsuits. Yeah. And the, the wetsuits. Yeah, and the, yeah. So, and it's the actual actors. So, you know, uh, say what you will right. about the performances in this movie. Uh, I mean, they had to get real surfers first, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. um, but, but yeah, uh, the footage is, uh, it's really, it's well shot. Mm-hmm. It's weird though. Like there's like both. There's there was both more surf footage that I expected to see and less at the same time. Like I don't know how to how to describe it. Like just not a lot of things like happen while there's I thought there were gonna be like a bunch of like surf fights or something. Oh, or they they had them. There's one. Yeah, there's I mean one. it's all they could afford, man. <laughs> but uh, and, and and when we say one, I mean one surfboard runs into another one time. Right. I mean, but imagine <laughs> how hard it was to pull that off. I mean, yeah, I, I can yeah. imagine it was pretty tough. Uh, all right. Um, human hyperbole in the chat. Uh, thank you for being here. He wrote, uh, he or she wrote, Adolf and the gang head to the beach. Still sounds wrong going into my ear holes. In that <laughs> it sounds like a, like the name of an episode of, um, sunny. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or like some weird kids show, uh, Adolf and the gang. Yeah. They're always solving mysteries yeah. and getting into trouble. Uh, <laughs> so now we're back with Eleanor again. Uh, the nurse gives her some playing cards and tells her not to gamble. So, of course, the very next scene is her gambling with some elderly ladies. Um, and then one, again, they're, they're sort of building up the mystique of the, um, of the beach. One says that uh, she got her purse stolen by one of those no-good beach gangs. And uh, do the surf Nazis and the gangs, does it remind you of another movie that features a lot of uh, gangs that came out? Like the Warriors? Ah, bingo. That's it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I, uh, half-price Warriors. <laughs> so uh, cut. Uh, 
What's up? Human hyperbole wrote Adolf and the gang join an MLM, sunny theme place. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, uh, cut to nighttime, and Adolf gives a big speech saying he's the new Fuhrer of the beach. And they're going to hold a big meeting with uh, the other beach gangs, which is ripped off straight from the Warriors. Um, Smeg burns a comic for Warp. And that just tears me up inside, but whatever, it happened. Um, they say they're going to take out the other gangs. Then they all laugh evilly or maniacally about it. Um, and now cut to day. The gang is getting ready again. There, There's a lot of, I mean. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of like shots of them just like doing random shit right like uh, in some ways i think it's kind of good to build up atmosphere but it, in another way it's like it's obvious they probably shot the surfing scenes first and then built a movie around it i would imagine um, yeah i feel like i f- i feel like the scenes with dialogue because I'll, I'll, I'll just be I, I feel like this has almost no plot uh this movie well um, it has a basic plot it has no story Maybe that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so like the scenes that there's dialogue in, it, they almost feel like they could be like standalone scenes. Like sometimes yeah, they don't really have anything a lot to do with of, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, it almost seems like people would be like, hey, wouldn't this be a cool scene to do? And like they just kind of like mishmashed it into like a, a film. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's really weird. Um, and like the main story of the mom wanting to avenge her son's death because her son doesn't get killed to like, I feel like the third act of the movie. almost. Right. Yeah. Again, uh, the director said that the film was originally just going to be titled surf Nazis and it was mostly just going to be about them. Uh, but then like the distributors were like, you can't release a film and just call it surf Nazis. So that's when they added the <laughs> must die part onto it. See. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was clear that they, uh, wrote this around the surf Nazis because they're the ones who get most of the screen time. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so anyway, um, they're all getting ready and now all the beach gangs uh, start arriving and, uh, <laughs> and it's, they're, they're so funny. They all dress alike and um, let's see. It's like, just... like each gang dresses alike. Mm-hmm. You mean like, like, so each gang has their own look. Like there's like an Asian gang that's like very there's like... The samurai <laughs> surfers. Yep. Yeah. If anything, I would say the stuff with the Asian gang is somehow more offensive than the Nazi <laughs> stuff. Like, right? Right. It's because you know they did that and didn't even realize they were being, like, uh, yeah. racist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the other stuff, they say, knew it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I would say, if anything, like, that made me go, it was more them than anything. Cause I was like, because they're supposed to be... Uh, Japanese, I think. Right. But they did a shot of them like going under like this like thing that's like Chinese architecture. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like you guys don't even fucking know. That was <laughs> like, an awesome shot, though. Like, it's a cool shot. I will it, say, but, for yeah, but it doesn't make sense because of their heritage. I yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, this the cinematography is not bad in this movie. It's like sometimes. Uh, yeah, it's like they. As long as there's no dialogue being speak uh, being said, it's like they at least experimented a bit and did some interesting shots where they could have just been, you know, bland and milk toast about the entire film. But but I do feel like there's too many scenes, kind of going back to what you were saying, where they were like uh, have these like shots where they're like trying to build atmosphere or whatever. Right. Uh, there's, there's too many shots like that with like people just doing oh. 
doing stuff. They're padding the running time, man. No doubt about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is this is about a forty-five minute <laughs> script stretched into an hour and twenty-three. Minutes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so just to run down the other surfing gangs, it's like as we said, there's the samurai surfers. They're uh, a bunch of uh, Asians, and then. Originally, I was calling them the uh, the Zach Morris uh, surfers, but they're actually called the, um, uh, the Designer Wave. That's what they're called, the Designer Wave. Um, and then there's the Pipeliners, who I guess aren't as good looking as the Designer Wave, and they have like just a slightly different sort of like neon wetsuit that they wear. And that is the extent of the many, many <laughs> gangs that roam around uh, Power Beach. Um, so yeah, anyway, they all start showing up, um, and, uh, then they're like, <laughs> they're like, where's Adolf? And they're like, well, he'll be along directly. And then I guess they wanted to make like a dramatic entrance. So they just lower him by fort lift. Like, mm-hmm. like they couldn't just look and see him being lowered. It's, it's pretty funny. Right. Um, well, forklifts are very quiet too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, Adolf, um, tells the gangs they need to work together. Once again, this is straight out of the warriors. Um, the guy from one of the gangs in a very over the top, uh, performance says, no, Adolf. You couldn't handle the power. And, yeah. uh, and then Adolf, he like does something threatening. And then he goes, any more heroes? And then that's basically... No, what, what, a, a surf Nazi guy is like up on the, um, like a higher level right? of, the, of mm-hmm. the room. And he's got a gun and he like shoots it like in the air. So he's got like a... Oh, well, something. he had the high ground. <laughs> yeah. So, so he shoots it and then that's when... And, you know, he like... He doesn't hit anybody with the... He doesn't shoot at anybody, but... Then that's when Adolf is like, anybody other heroes? Right, right. And uh, so cut to uh, the same Nazi youth from the beginning. Or they're having a book burning as well as a boombox burning. <laughs> Although yeah. you never see them set the boombox on fire. They couldn't afford to do that. No. And no. then um, cut to a biker bar. Like this is one of those scenes that probably didn't need to be There's in another there. one of the gangs. Uh, yeah, I oh, guess that's they true. They're not at the beach. Yeah, the bike. But they're not at the beach. Right, I forgot. There's also the um, the skateboarders who are known as the, um, uh, I forget. I have it written down here later on. Yeah, there's a biker gang and then there's skateboarders who are, they all make up the, the rich tapestry yeah, the skateboarders, of the gang. The skateboarders have like a really weird name, like the Earth Riders. Yeah, or... Earth ri- Riders of the Hard Wave. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, you know, they do have... There is some fun lines in this. It's just, it's usually delivered so poorly that it doesn't land. Um, I mean, would you agree with that statement? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think I know which way he's voting. There's one piece of dialogue I liked uh, at the end, and that's pretty much it. All right. Well, you can deliver it when we get there. Well, all right. Coming up, I think this is kind of a a fun line um, when... um, I don't know, this bar skank tries to steal the money from uh, this biker guy, and then his girlfriend stops her. Then Ava shows up to collect the money, and the biker's like, oh, your uh, boy Adolf's got you trained real well. And she's like, yeah, I'm his personal bitch. And, uh, and then she follows it up with some stuff that I probably shouldn't say, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But anyway... Um, so now we're back at the beach again. Uh, Adolf spies the samurai surfers surfing on their turf. 
So they go and rough them up. Um, and uh, this was a part that was... Okay, so Hook and Mangala are fighting the samurai surfers. And, uh, and then Adolf shows up and the, um, the samurai surfers just sort of give up. Because I guess the idea is that they're supposed to be afraid of Adolf. Like, that guy's so small. I... I was so confused by that too. Uh, is it because Adolf is the leader now of all these gangs? Like they all kind of acquiesce to it. I think that's what they were trying to deliver. But yeah, I mean, and but it's edit like at this point the editing is like real shit too. Yeah, for the fight and, scenes, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, just in general, like the movie becomes very difficult. the The few times that they do like have some of some story going, mm -hmm. um, that's actually you know interconnected and flowing throughout the movie. The editing is so shit that like it becomes kind of difficult to follow and even know like what's going on. Like, like you said, I was confused too. Like, why did they stop fighting? Uh, I did think it was funny. I gotta admit that the because the they're fighting the samurai gang, mm -hmm. uh, the samurai surfers, and like they have like one of them has like nunchucks. Yeah, and they want like a side. They like where where did they get these weapons? Because they just had bodysuits on and they were just literally just surfing. So it's like where did they have these tucked in at? And, um, yeah. Nice. So that, that was, uh, yeah, just, was funny, I mean, I guess. but that's what you would, I mean, in this movie, in this world, you would expect them to have those weapons some one way or another. <laughs> I mean, not making ex yeah. excuses for this, for the script, but, but yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that fight, uh, ends, um, then Smeg watches Adolf and Ava make out the samurai surfers, uh, walk away. Uh, excuse me. They have sex. <sighs> Fine, fine. Just make out. Sure, they have rough Nazi sex. There you go. <laughs> um, and now um, cut to Eleanor and her son. He says he's going to go swimming. Um, back at the beach, a Nazi youth tries to steal a purse from a random old lady. Uh, Eleanor's son, Leroy, foils it. Then Adolf shows up. He antagonizes... Um, Leroy and so Leroy grabs him like this and puts him on the ground and this scene I think is actually kind of cool because Adolf sort of like looks back and his mirrored sunglasses reflect Hook and Mangala and they just uh, Sort of look at him like they're gonna mess him up and then the immediate mm -hmm. next scene is uh, Eleanor walking into the coroner to identify uh, Leroy's body which, uh, I mean, it's kind of lame that they skipped, like, the fight, basically. But at the same time, I think the way that they edited it and uh, set it up was pretty decent. What are your thoughts? I thought the editing here was terrible, Steve. Like, because like, it's like he stops, Leroy stops, um, you know, like the, the Nazi, one of the little Nazi kids from stealing that lady's purse. Mm -hmm. Then Adolf shows up and, like... They get into an argument. Adolf has some real weird line about how, oh, you look like a white man. I used to know. And then, uh, but then you fell down a chimney because Leroy is black. Right. Ha ha ha. Right. Uh, now, it, it is the bad guy saying this. Sure. And uh, they, they do, like I said, they do get their comeuppance. Mm -hmm. So eventually, but the, uh, it's funny too, because like up until now, we haven't really seen anything racist from the surf Nazis. Right. That's true. And, and outside of like them, calling uh Leroy using the n-word like maybe like a couple times mm -hmm. they never really do anything else that's like racist or something or anything else that you would traditionally associate with Nazis so I don't know why they're the surf Nazis but whatever that's neither here nor there but I'll tell you to your do point. you want to know I'll tell you oh yeah, yeah uh again this is uh from an interview with the director 
the way he came up with this entire world or this uh, beautiful script that I can tell you love so much uh, is that he was uh, going uh, uh, surfing um, out in L.A. and there were actually like dudes who were around like telling him to like move along that that's their area. So they were literally surf Nazis. And so <laughs> the rest is history, baby. <laughs> The franchise was off the ground. Make a movie around this. Well, um, but but yeah, the dead scene with Leroy, I thought it was terrible. Like he he and Adolf get into a terrible scuffle. Like like it looks like crap. All the fights in this movie look like shit. Oh sure. Um, and then like Hook shows up, and then Leroy's looking at Hook. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, and like he's like looking at them, but then they like cut to like a scene of like his mom already like like walking down a hallway Mm -hmm. and like. And then you see Leroy, like, in different shorts, running towards the beach. No. He's wearing completely different shorts. Walk, running towards the beach? Yes, because he's running towards the water. Yes, they, like, showed, like, because he shows up first in these little, the tiniest little, like, shorts you've ever seen in your life. Oh, I remember those, yeah. (laughs) All too well. (laughs) And and then he's, like, running away, but, like, in or, like, running towards the water, like, Mm -hmm. in long green shorts. But then they cut back to him, like, like, still over Adolf looking at something I, I don't know man like I, I was just like what the hell I didn't know he had been I figured they were gonna kill him but I didn't know he had been killed until you know we finally saw the mom I you know saying yes that's my son's body or whatever. right right and then we're uh, I mean and it's funny that you told me that uh, Eleanor is still working because uh, she doesn't do a good job uh, pining over her son now I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say that you know they probably only got a few takes but uh, yeah. remember when you used to make fun of uh, Dusty Rhodes um, when he would you would say, my son, my son. Oh, yeah, yeah my son. That's yeah, what yeah, this yeah. Uh, reminded me of. She would just go, oh, she, he's all I had, Lord. And there's like no tears. They didn't even give her fake yeah. tears because they probably couldn't afford them. And yeah, I just remember that. Uh, this movie doesn't have a budget for any moisture. Right. <laughs> Mind you. It's a surfing movie. (laughs) (laughs) Salty tears straight from the ocean. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, But, uh, and and, you know, the lady that plays Eleanor does, she's probably one of the better actresses in the film, mm -hmm. except for like this whole like scene where she's like crying over her son. She does a, like you said, not, not a good job. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, um, she can't even give all right. Uh, so cut to beach at night. The Nazis are having a little barbecue, Brutus and Mengele argue among themselves. Um, then there's a huge wide shot. I always really liked this scene uh, just because it was different. Like Ming, uh, Adolf approaches Mengele, who's way off in the background, again, working on his little, uh, you know, some weapons or something. Basically, Mengele is like their uh, weapons builder or sort of like a yeah. tech guy, if you will. And he goes, yeah. he goes, Mengele! Mangala, I want to talk to you. <laughs> it's it's uh, pretty hilarious. And then, yeah, he walks all the way back to the background and they have like a, a conversation um, in this giant wide shot. Um, but uh, yeah, so and then Mingala basically calls him and this is like a, a sort of running theme um, throughout the surf Nazis. He says that he's uh, pussy whipped uh, Eleanor talk. Um, and then that's basically the end of the scene. Um, Eleanor talks to her friends and says that again, Leroy was all she had left. And then, and this is when one of those scenes where 
when you first end up in it, you have no idea why you're there or what's going on. And that is the scene with Smeg at home talking to his mom. Like, yeah, you felt... just having a normal, like, felt like a normal family thing, you know, except that she's like, uh, I talked to a therapist about how to deal with your neo-Nazi crap. Right. Yeah. And like, even after watching it here in 2022, I'm just like, why other than to pad the runtime why is this scene even here i mean and she's a good actress too like she they should have used her in more stuff uh but um you know whatever maybe she was only available for a day or something i mean what would you what, what did she have go what would she have going on steve what what else i mean i mean she's i got to film the sequel to star slammer <laughs> uh got to start tomorrow yeah uh, she will. She was busy compared to the rest of the cast. How about that? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, probably. What would you wager the reason for this whole scene is? Pad the runtime, or maybe somebody knew her and wanted to just get her in the movie as a favor or something. Could get her, get her a payday. So nothing that uh, pertains to the story or script. No, I mean we we do come back to the house later mm-hmm. when Smeg is like writing a letter to um, right. Um, to uh, uh, I'm just called him Alfredo. Adolf. To, uh, to <laughs> Alfredo <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> he looks like he'd be named Alfredo. Though. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like I mean, completely pointless. Completely pointless. Right. So uh, anyway, Smeg is at home. T- I mean, I I would wager that maybe it's, and I don't even think they were thinking this deep on it, just to show. She's like a regular person, and it's just showing how ridiculous all the the surf Nazi crap is. <laughs> like, maybe. That, maybe. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, he has to borrow money from his mom, uh, and then that's basically it. Adolf then shakes down a pawn shop owner for money. Yeah, there's a lot of them shaking down random people for money and goods. Uh, at the beach, Smeg is trying to impress some girls. And Leroy's mom just happens to be standing above them uh, over some sort of like bridge or yeah, overpass. Yeah, yeah, he, he's yeah, like like Smeg is bragging about mm-hmm. about how they killed Leroy. Right. So, and yeah, this is definitely like I, I mean I can see why this is the only uh, script like that the writer ever wrote because like Eleanor didn't even have to like do any work to like find out who killed her. Uh, yeah, her son. She just had to be in the right place at the right time, and it was just dumb luck. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we do get a scene with the uh, before this with the her, Eleanor at the same pawn shop that um, Adolf had like you know gone to shake down, and she like buys like or, or is that it's after? Later. Actually? It's later. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no so problem. I'll be fine. Uh, so yeah, then we get uh, oh, and then I kind of like when uh, Leroy's mom grabs him and shoves him up against that like wall, uh, and then they play that music like. Just, I don't know, weird things like that just stick with me all these years. Um, Adolf, oh yeah, and then there's more surfing footage. Uh, so Adolf finishes... Yeah, awful pacing, awful pacing. It is pacing. awful pacing, yes. Because like here you would think, okay, things are... Like, I, like when, once they kill Leroy, I'm like, oh, okay, things are p- going to pick up now. Mm-hmm. Like the mom is like talking to her friends about whatever, and you know she's going to end up wanting to get her revenge. Right. So I'm like, okay, like this movie's finally going to like pick up. But then like did stick in like some fucking surfing footage that goes on for like way too long. And it just like completely like breaks the pace. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> but the surfing footage is all like that. And the soundtrack is all this movie has for the most part. <laughs> but, but at this point, like you, 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 it's already like over halfway through the right. movie. At it this should point. be 
Yeah, happening in the third act, like that surfing scene, they could have moved it up in the um, in the chronology, if you will. Um, yeah, like it's just what, as you said, not well paced or uh, even in d- a decent sequence. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, so Adolf and Mangala. Uh, oh, here's what here's what happens. All right, after they, they get done surfing. Uh, Adolf finishes and uh, joins uh, Ava to discover that all their boards have been set on fire. I mean, at least there was a purpose <laughs> this time for the surf footage. Right. Um, and so Adolf and Mangala argue again. Adolf says, uh, you know, he's had it. Tomorrow we strike. Uh, and <laughs> for some reason they go and uh, they don't show them doing this, but we see footage of a fisherman who's hanging upside down from a pier they just got mad at some <laughs> random fisherman for, I guess, uh, killed them for or attack for fishing on their, you know, patch of uh, water, and yeah, hung them upside yeah, down. Yeah, these are our fish. These are Nazi fish. Right, right. <laughs> and then there's like a, a hippie surfer. Uh, Mangala says that you know, per Adolf, no one surfs here but the surf Nazis. And uh, the hippie's like, I don't know any Adolf. And then Mangala grabs him and bites his neck. Oh, that's a, you say the fight scenes suck. One of the things that definitely adds to their suckiness is a complete lack of blood. And, uh, you know, because they obviously didn't have the time or the money. It, it, these people are working lighter than, like, 80s wrestlers <laughs> on WWF superstars. <laughs> Like, they, they are, like, afraid to, like, touch each other, to hurt each other. Right, well... Like, everything's just, like... I will say that they're probably actors and not stuntmen. Uh, so they're probably just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but Steve, I, I mean, they're, like, practically not touching each right. other, like... You know? It's true. But whatever. Yeah. Um, no, you're yeah. absolutely... I will say, like, the neck-biting thing, like, was pretty fun. Like, he kills him by, like, <laughs> biting the shit out of his, like, neck. And there's... <laughs> it's so random. So at least it was, like, a little bit of... Bl- yeah, yeah. It, it was it was just like out of nowhere, right? Uh, and then uh, doesn't Hook kill somebody here? Like he hooks them to death, right? Yeah, that's coming up. And uh, I'll just go ahead and throw it. Uh, well, I'll wait till the end to draw my comparisons to that particular film. Uh, and oh, and this is a line that I thought was kind of fun, uh, not really delivered the best way by Mengele, but he says, "There's no room for Jesus on the new beach." Like, yeah, kind of thought that was a good line. All right, so we're what, the Samurai Surfers and the uh, Fashion Wave and the Pipeliners all meet up. They finally decide to do something about the surf Nazis. This is where we get the line from the leader of the Pipeliners where someone finally acknowledges that there was an earthquake. And he's like, the quake changed everything. Like, Adolf's playing on a whole new level, real hardcore. And he gets like this crazed look in his eye and he's like, he doesn't say basically he's like we have to be just as bad as them more or less yeah he like has like licking a knife or something yeah and uh oh yeah that did happen licking the oh wait mingala licks the tip of a knife later and even though you know the knife's fake it's still like i don't know creepy um but uh so they say they need a plan to stop the nazis and then next um we see hook asking mingala for a new hook and so he gives him one Eleanor shops for weapons at the pawn shop. You hell already mentioned this scene. Uh, she buys a gun, and then the guy says, I can get you grenades. So she buys a grenade, which <laughs> it's revealed later. I guess all you need is one, right? Um, yeah. Mangala gets info from the skateboarders, um, and then um, uh, basically he gets the information that those other gangs have all uh, teamed up, more or less. 
Um, and then Eleanor prepares for battle with her gun and Bible. Um, then now we're back with uh, Smeg's mom tucking him in the bed, which is a pretty ridiculous, pretty hilarious scene. Um, yeah. And uh, it's like that classic sort of Saved by the Bell, Ferris Bueller thing where as soon as she walks out the door, he lifts up the sheets to show that he was um, completely clothed and ready to go out and do something. And <laughs> somehow, I mean, she must really know her kid. Uh, as he's going out the window, um, she stops him. And basically, I, again, I don't know why this is here, but um, Smeg decides he wants to write a letter to Adolf to tell him about, uh, is it to tell him about the upcoming attack, right? The gangs, yeah, but then the mom stops to, him. To tell him that so he's never been able to deliver it. And that's the last we ever see of Smeg and his mom. Yeah. Um, but somehow they find out anyways, right? They found out from the skateboarders, about... right? Thus right, rendering but, uh, yeah, this yeah, entire yeah. scene pointless. Pointless. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Adolf and Ava are asleep on the beach for some reason. They can't even keep their eyelids closed. for, <laughs> or, or maybe they wanted to show us that they were faking. I don't understand. Um, but uh, And the samurai surfers attack, but the surf Nazis are just too tough. They beat them down. Um, and then the, uh, the pipeliners look on from their car, like doing nothing. And they say, oh, we'll take them at the bunker. Then the designer wave, the Zach Morris lookalikes, they get taken out by Hook and Mangala. And yeah, that's when he does the, uh, I don't know, uh, the, he chokes them. Like somehow Hook is able to. Yeah. yeah. Um, Even though he's only got one arm. Yeah, he uses his mouth to grab the end and his other hand to do the other one. Yeah, like like I think it was supposed to be like piano wire, but it wasn't right. piano wire. But I think it's, right, the classic like, uh, like that. Gerot, like, I think is yeah. what it's called. Um, so, and then I wrote, yeah, there's not a drop of blood despite people getting, you know, hooked by the hook and, uh, you know, getting, um, garroted by the, uh, the piano wire. But anyway, uh, Ava tends to Adolf wounds. Um, one of the pipeliners pours acid into Brutus's eyes. And, uh, I don't know, I think, um, uh, Brutus decided he had enough, so they had to kill him off early or something. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> Mangala and Hook still get the upper hand and kill the rest of the pipeliners. Uh, and then Adolf comes around and he says, you're no good to me anymore, Brutus, and kills him with the very harpoon gun that Brutus was playing with earlier. Uh, so uh, any comments on any of that stuff, you hell? Uh Nope. Everything is, uh, <laughs> I, I say no. And then I start a comment. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, th these scenes are like, these deaths are like pretty lame, very tame, especially for like trauma. Right. Uh, like the acid, like, you know, he pours like what's, I'm sure it was water on the guy's face mm -hmm. and he just starts screaming, ah, and they just add like a sizzling, like a fajita sizzling sound effect. <laughs> it's uh, recorded <laughs> from your local Chili's. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, um, Troma has the movies like they make that like Lord Coughlin, Coffin makes like uh, Toxic Avenger and whatnot. And then they have other stuff that they just release like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it was. I, I was happy that things were happening finally. I was <laughs> upset at how they were being executed. <laughs> um, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, back on the beach, the surf Nazis sit around the fire, all having beers. I guess toasting their uh, defense of and the destruction of the other surf gangs. 
Uh, now it's morning at the Nazi bunker and uh, some grenades roll into the bunker and blow up Hook and Mengele, leaving... Uh, Clearly a very plastic toy grenade. Sure, sure. Leaving Adolf and Ava to take the van. And <laughs> here's where things get uh, ridiculous. I guess you can hear the motorcycle driving away and then they have a shot of uh, Eleanor um, driving Adolf's motorcycle. Um, and then she goes back to the retirement home to get her gun, which why didn't she have the gun with her to why begin she... with? I only had enough room for the grenade in the purse, baby, <laughs> I guess. She tells the nurse she's got nothing left and it's time for payback. Um, Adolf and Ava follow Eleanor to the retirement home. They try to get her, but when she flashes her gun, they take the motorcycle and then she takes the van and goes after them. So yeah, basically such a fucking waste of yeah, time. Like, I mean, I can only imagine they're like, uh, well, what have we got left? Well, we've got, we still have time left at the retirement home. We still have our vehicles. So we're just going to have to make the most of them, I guess. Like recycle. That's yeah, what so they is. drive from the bunker to the retirement home and then back to like the bunker yeah, area or the beach to the area. beach. Yeah, yeah, so. basically. So yeah, uh, Adolf and Ava run back to, I mean, I thought it was the oil refinery, but whatever. It's the beach area with all the factories and stuff around it uh, with Eleanor in hot pursuit. Um, Eleanor... Uh, then as she's, uh, you know, stalking them throughout this, like, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a junkyard or whatever, she's like monologuing. She's like, uh, Ooh, I, I, I burned your board. That was me. And the th remember, she goes, remember the bur burning of the boards. That was me. Remember the throwing of the grenade, which happened just 10 minutes ago. <laughs> that was me. She doesn't say the 10 minutes park, but it was just like. And then she goes, remember me, like, which, I mean, those uh, lines could have been uh, decent if they hadn't just done the grenade part, which then it's just right. stupid. Um, so, yeah, once again, like, I don't know, sequence problems. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, but anyway, uh, so Adolf and Ava get the brilliant idea to steal some surfboards for some local surfers and take to the water. <laughs> And uh, and then they cut to some uh, fishermen, and th th I don't know why they had to have these lines to sell it. Well, it's like I get it; they're fishermen. They own a boat. They don't have to say anything. But the guy's like, "Oh, we're not catching anything around here. Why don't we take the boat out in the water?" And then Eleanor <laughs> shows up and says, "Today's your lucky day. We're gonna go fishing for Nazis or something along those lines." Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, any comment on any of that stuff, you hell? I think I think you summarized it pretty well, man. Like I, I, I will say at least like things were happening here. We were getting less, you know, establishing shots. You're just looking and, forward uh, to the movie ending at this point, aren't you? At this point, <laughs> yes. I actually checked. I literally checked at this point how much was left of the movie. Uh, <laughs> well, so. I wanted to know what you thought of it, and I think I'm getting the picture. But uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, basically what we have here is a uh, chase on the water. Uh, not nearly as good as the boat chase in James Bond, Live and Let Die. It's uh, a boat chasing <laughs> people who are just paddling on surfboards. Um, they immediately run over Ava, uh, severing her head from her body. And an that was that was a fun little scene, yeah. actually. Uh, and her severed head that the, the, they show it floating, and it actually looks pretty good. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did did a decent job with that. 
Adolf throws a knife that takes out the um, the boat captain or pilot, whatever you want to call him, and um, and then I guess Eleanor just takes over. I mean, anyone can drive a boat. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, why didn't they yeah. just have her driving it to begin with? Like, I, I don't know. Anyway. I don't know either. Uh, Eleanor shoots at Adolf, and I guess it hits him, despite the fact that there's no squib or blood or anything. He falls off his board, and then I guess Eleanor sort of stops the boat, and she's uh, looking around, and somehow, without making a single sound or peep, Adolf appears from behind her in what's supposed to be like a shocking sort of final, you know, uh, I guess, attempt to kill someone like you would see in like a... A Jason movie. Like a horror yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Eleanor just uh, grabs him by the neck and shoves the gun right into um, his mouth and says, taste some of Eleanor's biscuits or something along those lines. Yeah, it says, it says something like, uh, taste some of uh, Mama Washington's like cooking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which isn't a bad line. It was just the whole scene was executed so poorly and like, stupidly <laughs> that yeah. it just doesn't really have uh i mean but hey she got a revenge good for her um and she shoots him uh blood finally you know we see a little bit of blood yeah. like just come out of his mouth mm-hmm. um and i it, it was uh it was, it was handled like um like again i do think like the the decapitation scene was pretty cool mm-hmm. and even like this uh with the shooting him in the mouth was handled Fairly well. So do you think that this was a decent enough, like, sort of finale slash third act? Third act? No. <laughs> uh, I, but I, I do think, like, you know, killing the, the way that they decapitated mm-hmm. her and, like, shooting him in the, in the mouth like that with her, like, getting, like, to, like, her, like, final, like, line on him. Right. Yeah, I thought, like, that stuff was fine and, and that, that was good. It just... It was so awkward getting there. Right, yeah. The, uh, and the uh, scenes preceding Yeah, it. the fact that they just got on boards and started paddling. Like, I mean, that's pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. Um, yeah. But and, and, the, and the going, and even before that, the, the driving to the retirement home and stuff, like, they, they should have cut that out and just gone straight to right. this beach scene. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, this movie, as we said, it's, you know, not about pacing. It's about padding that runtime, baby. Like if you, uh, if you don't hit, I don't know, I think it has to be like over 50 minutes to be classified as a feature film or something like, I see, uh, I didn't know that. and if you don't hit that, then how are you going to sell it? How are you going to sell your film and make your money back? Uh, anyway, uh, that's pretty much the movie except for Eleanor drives off into the horizon, cackling to herself on Adolf's bike. And that, ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, children of the jury. <laughs> That is Surf Nazis. Children of the jury. Yes. That is Surf Nazis. We should, we, should, we should start putting children on juries. <laughs> I mean, I, I certainly hope there aren't any kids listening to this show, but uh, eh, who cares? They, they got to learn about Surf Nazis Must Die someday. Um, so are you, uh, it sounds like you're ready to render your verdict, Mr. Velasquez. Are you? Oh, I'm ready. All right. I'm ready so to here we go. All right, so Agent Surfboard Velasquez, do you think that uh, Surf Nazis Must Die should be remembered for all of human history or tossed into the black hole of obscurity never to be heard from again? 
that oh please toss this into the black hole of obscurity steve this is uh, i'm not i'm not saying this to be uh exaggerate to, to exaggerate or be funny or whatever this is legitimately one of the worst movies i've ever wow. seen in my life and had i not had to watch it for this uh, podcast i would have stopped about 10 minutes into it <laughs> maybe even sooner it was it, it's terrible it, the dialogue is shit the uh, editing is worse somehow um, the only good thing I can really say for this movie is the, the music is pretty cool in a lot of spots. Um, but I would rather be deaf than watch this movie <laughs> oh, again. I'm waiting for, I, this, this is, this, this is, this is maybe like in my top three worst movies I've ever seen. Wow. Um, damn. Yeah. Uh, I was, I meant to call, I, I felt a lot of parallels between this and, um, brain jacked at least in the way the uh third the third act plays out because uh remember remember brain jacked right yeah yeah it was way better than this <laughs> and it's not good <laughs> right but just in the fact that uh you know things kind of peter out in the third act um and then they they never you know when people went around and like strangling people because they didn't want to bother to choreograph a fight or have any blood or anything mm -hmm. That some of those tactics uh, were in yeah, are obviously yeah. in certain, some of those vibes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. But uh, I would yeah. definitely say that Brain Jacked is a more competent film. I don't know, but as for my verdict, oh, it's tough. Like there, right, there's a lot of problems here, but man, that's a good <laughs> soundtrack, uh, and <laughs> and I really do like the surf footage and um, and some of the the choices with the cinematography. Um, I mean, I can't imagine a world without surf Nazis must die. So I'm going to have to say, uh, save it, which means, and I, I think this movie deserves a stalemate. You probably think it deserves to be obliterated. Don't you? This is yes. Yes. Uh, this is this may, I may quit the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Those pathetic podcasters known as Obscurity Now have once again rendered a verdict of no contest. That's right, a stalemate. They've wasted everyone's time. They are just as lazy as Congress and twice as corrupt. Boo, I say. Tar and feather them. Get out the guillotine. Boo to stalemate and boo to Obscurity Now. Ah, the old stalemate bumper. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a string of uh, saves for a while there. Well, yeah. this, the straight is over. Uh, thanks to Surf Nazis Must Die. Um, oh, I have a quick question. All right, switching gears completely. Have you seen the new Spider-Man by any chance? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, just yesterday, I was actually thinking about seeing if it's available for rent yet. Oh, it isn't. I know it's really good. Mm. It's pretty good, Steve. Steve, you think Surf Nazis Must Die should be saved, so I don't know if I can oh, trust your no. right Oh, no. Oh, wow. Ouch. Ouch. That hurt. Well, you know what? I'll just wait for you to see it, and then we'll have a little a frank and quick yeah. discussion on a future episode, which I figured out what we're going to watch uh, next week, if you're good with it. Uh, what... What do you think about, um, oh shoot, it's not Street Shark, Tiger Sharks. You remember that cartoon? I, I don't, but I uh, can't be worse than this. <laughs> I mean, basically, you know, you got your Silverhawks, you got your Thundercats, and then you've got your Tiger Sharks. Cause they live. Yeah, I'm down. We haven't done. We haven't done a. We haven't done a cartoon. Uh, it's been a while. Minute, yeah. So, uh... so yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, everything good going on at uh, Wrestling with Gaming? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. My script on the Game Boy itself is coming along. So it's a little more slowly than I wanted to, but eh, just been working a lot at my my real job, Ooh. unfortunately, and I'm just like uh, not in the mood to be in front of a computer right. after uh, being in front of a computer all day there. So, but it's coming. It's coming along, man. Nice. How about you, nice. man? Uh, how's the did uh, the Kickstarter pre-launch? is out right for your comic yes, book? Yes, that is correct. Um, the um, link will be in the show notes uh, for sure. Um, I've basically, I got all the pages in colored. Now I'm just uh, lettering them. And I do have a, uh, I think I mentioned it last time, uh, the variant cover will be coming in at the end of uh, April, which means the actual launch will, uh, will be on May. So everybody just, nice, yeah looking forward to it uh but uh anyway uh, i think that's gonna do it for um this episode anything else to add yeah anything else at all i really <laughs> can't i can whatever the opposite of recommending a movie is i cannot do it enough when it comes to surf thoughts it is terrible people don't even not even if you're curious about it like it's not no worth it. no no we'll it's worth checking back. out it is not worth checking out. Steve is a liar. He is a con if man. You, if you charlatan, <laughs> flimflam man. If you like <laughs> electronic scores and surf footage, then I would recommend Surf Nazis Must Die. Okay, okay. If you like an electronic score and surf footage, get the soundtrack for the film <laughs> and go like put it on while you watch some like HD surf yeah, while you watch that point you, break. Where you don't have to stare yeah. At a <laughs> yeah where you don't have to like stare at a swastika the whole time too, uh, <laughs> uh, actually that's hard to argue with um but uh yeah soundtrack is good download it uh buy it whatever uh the movie no no yeah this is definitely i'll say this is a case where the um the soundtrack is better than the movie, but I, I, I honestly cannot remember last time I hated a movie. <laughs> the, oh yes, I can. It was when I saw Ronan, uh, starring one um, Robert De Niro in movie theaters, and uh, I, I like wanted to leave so bad. That movie's terrible. Huh, I like, mean, there's awful, awful dialogue. I, I don't in think it. I've seen it all the way through. I just never knew it was so bad, one way or the other. Um, Th there's one scene that like. I remember like Robert De Niro's character is talking to the guy from The Specialist. I, I don't know the actor's <laughs> name, but I know you know who I'm talking about. And Eric Roberts. Like they're like get, they're getting ready to like shoot somebody, like like or like snipe somebody, mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, and one of them asked the other guy, the, 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 the specialist guy asked Robert De Niro, "What do you want for Christmas?" And out of nowhere, this question gets asked, and Robert De Niro says, uh, "My two front teeth." I'm just like, what the fuck is this dialogue? Well, it has he, nothing to do with anything. Did he punch out the guy's front teeth? No, everybody has beautiful full sets of teeth <laughs> in this movie, Steve. Well, that's uh, really weird indeed. Um, and 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 that is emblematic of that whole movie. Like like, there's the dialogue is just crap. There's like a 20 minute like chase scene. It's talking about padding the time, like mm -hmm. like like a car chase scene. And anyways, um, <laughs> I hated that movie, but this movie. I hate even more. I'd rather watch Ronin twice than watch Surf Nazis one more time. But Ronin had a budget, though. And these guys were doing the best they can on a shoestring. But you know what, Steve? It doesn't cost any money to like write a good script. You're absolutely right. Well, why do so many movies today that use millions and millions of dollars to make it, why do their scripts still suck? 
because it is also hard to write a good script. <laughs> oh, I know that, brother. I know that. All right. Well, if you joined our live chat, thank you. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Same obscure time, same obscure channel as we continue to discuss even more obscure media. See you next time. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now.